0: Oh, yes, lots of things are happening. (laughs) Welcome to the PHNX Rising Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook app. America's number one sportsbook app. I am not Ramon Chavez. I am Max Simpson at Max David Simpson. And I am joined by Ramon because, listen, I know he's typically taking over the hosting duties. He Sherpa'd me. That's a verb now. He <laughs> Sherpa'd me yesterday during the U.S.'s one-one draw against Wales, and now it is my turn to do the same for him during Mexico's nil-nil draw against Poland. Lots of things happened, Ramon. How the heck are you feeling?
1: Oh well, I'm I'm a few uh, you know uh, four peaks beers in, so that's why <laughs> I'm having you help me out today. But man, you look at that that scoreline right there on the that you have on the uh, on the screen right now, and look, I know a lot of people are going to be excited, man, or not uh, upset, but I'm excited. So I'm just going to let this roll, man, because it was a great game. we to keep it going, man. Saturday is going to be insane. Argentina, Mexico. One, I know it was a tie 0-0 zero, zero draw, but that's the World Cup, man. Sometimes it's a close game and it's still a tie. But Mexico, thanks to San Memo, our, our lord and savior, San Memo, he, he came in clutch, as, a, as he always does to uh, in, the, in the World Cup. And I just saw this on Twitter. Memo Ochoa is to the World Cup as to what Mariah Carey is to Christmas cuz they always show up at, in those clutch <laughs> times when you need them and they make it happen man they bring the magic in and San Memo did it today once again keep, keeping the uh the game at zero but yeah, it, crazy man if, if if you guys were not at the at the Four Peaks uh brewery today with us you missed out man cuz it was an amazing event great time and great game, man. man! I don't even know what to say anymore. I'm gonna take this off a little too, <laughs> little too heavy for me. Yeah, but yeah, great, great stuff. <laughs> well, we will we will get into the game a bit. I
0: mean, yes, to carry piggyback on that. I mean, shout out for Peaks Brewery. We had an amazing time there yesterday, but today stepped it up even further with a little breakfast buffet. We're talking, you know, the eggs, the bacon, the sausage, little Belgian waffle action. It Went all out, man! Yeah, shout it, out to them. Went yeah. all out. we had. I mean, listen, you're talking about something where people... We're, we they opened the doors at 8 a.m. Usually Four Peaks is a uh a 10, 10 or 10 11 10-11, 10-11 yeah. 10-11 establishment. And they open early. Man, w- but I got there at like eight, eight fifteen. There was like fifty people already in there by kickoff. We had a hundred people, at least you know, good chunk, like almost everyone was enjoying that breakfast buffet. And like just shout out four peaks for the hospitality. People had a darn good time on that 22 foot screen. Couldn't appreciate it enough. Uh, we know that we have more of the watch parties coming later in the week, Friday at noon, Saturday at noon, next week, and uh, the rest of the U.S. and Mexico. World Cup watch parties will be at noon, but we appreciate Four Peaks for that hospitality. And, I mean, I think the big thing, and you just hit on it, is, I mean, listen, we there's a lot to talk about this game, but, I mean, Memo Ochoa, he got the people going, mm-hmm. and in that clutch time, he, he comes alive in the world cup he does what he does more than any he's one of those guys where like he is superhuman. he comes up during the game he does his thing Mm -hmm. you know he's the mariah carey at christmas the michael buble whatever you want (laughs) to say memo (laughs) says no memo got the memo whatever you want to say he does what he does i mean when (sighs) we'll talk about the game as a whole but i want to just talk me through Mm -hmm. the penalty is when that happens first off like what do, you, what do you think? Is it justified? Justified yeah. pen? You think it's fair? What are you thinking?
1: So that's my that's been my issue today. And we'll talk about the Argentina result, too, because VAR came into play in that game as well. But, you know, to me, it's a it's a hard fought game, you know, in that play where Hector Moreno and uh, Lewandowski are, are going after the ball. And Memochoa doesn't know whether to come out of his line or not. You know, it creates some confusion. But. The ref in real time did not see anything, and that's the problem with bars sometimes. That when you slow down, you know, to what 60 frames per second, everything's going to look like a foul. And I think, in that situation, you know, the refs upstairs that said, Hey, just take a quick look, I don't think that was an that's a really soft foul for me to give in this sort of game with the with uh, as high as the stakes are. And so, you know, I think it was kind of like some some justice, you know, bottles and lie, you know, kind of situation where. You know, Memo Chua was able to come clutch and and deny the goal for Lewandowski, who still actually sc- has not scored in all the World Cups that he's been in. Because, it you know, it's seeing it at at the at the brewery, man. It was rough, man, because that we knew Mexico. If if they weren't scoring, you know, it it just wasn't going to happen, and still it was a crazy game but memo came through and i i after that there was some momentum in the Mexican mexican side but still they weren't able to score and we'll get to that a little bit later but yeah at, at that time nervous wreck you know i was absolutely going through it
0: <laughs> well and so I, I
1: agree with you right the
0: penalty gets called i think you look at it um i think it's one of those it's a i could truly see it and i don't say this a lot of my penalties but like i really could see it going either way guys are going for the ball there is a bit of an obstruction and then when memo comes out kind of takes the legs a bit, mm-hmm. I, you know, kind of wondering why is he sliding legs first yeah, rather yeah, yeah. than maybe if he goes for the ball with the hands, maybe there's a bit less confusion. But either yeah. way, like, I get it. It's kind of tough to really argue it. And when you have Robert Lewandowski stepping up to the spot, like, listen, I, I Memo is, is awesome. And, you know, it, it, it's kind of had that contrast with you have Robert Lewandowski. He mm-hmm. is who he is. But then you have Memo, who is a superhuman. And I don't I don't know why I had zero stake in the game. I thought he was saving it. I really did. He, yeah. You look at the pen. Mm-hmm. It was a well-struck pen down and to the left. He had a long way to travel, and he not only saves it, he parries it a decent way. I yeah. mean, talk me through, like, what did you feel? Because four peaks, it was going nuts. It, it was, was like a, it was like they it scored was insane, a goal. Yeah. It's like they scored a goal. It was yeah, crazy. Yeah, no,
1: so my first thought is, okay, Mexico's going down. They got to come up. They got to come up clutch after that, but <laughs> – and the reason I thought that was because if you look at it, if you look at the statistics, Memo Choa does not stop penalties. Mm-hmm. Historically, with Club America, with the clubs that he's been in, even with the national team, he does not stop penalties. But like we said, somehow, he, whenever the world comes around, he just turns superhuman and he was able to come in clutch and read exactly where. Uh, thank you, Bobby, there. Le- Lewandowski thank you. Thank you. was uh, placing the, the goal, uh, his shot in. So. It's it's one of those things where we saw it in 2014. We saw it in 2018 against Germany, where this guy, I don't know what happens, man, between World Cups where he just does is not the same quality keeper. But once you put those bright lights and, and you, you know, he uh, he gets a chance to get the that World Cup trophy, he just turns it up, man. It's insane.
0: Yeah, and I mean, there wasn't a lot of action to be, you know, to be had on his side. Um, I think Poland, they both teams really kind of lacked a bit of that finishing in the final third. Mexico was a bit attacking, but I mean, Memo Ochoa, he does what he does. And that is why he is our Draft Kings, king of the game for today. Can I do it it one more time? Oh, yes, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but he, know my dog absolutely hates. that. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. If you're listening on audio, this is normal. You're not experiencing <laughs> an earthquake or anything like that. But no, it was, you know, two saves, that big penalty save and just just electric. Like when you have your captain back there. I mean, again, there's if you're going off the logic, yeah. I don't I don't know. He, he wasn't supposed to save that penalty. Most of the time they don't. But I just I just felt it, especially against one of if not you know, the best number nine in the world, easily top three, top five. Like, yeah. he shouldn't have done it, but he did. And he just gave that boost to will his his team to the draw.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so, and that kind of tells you a little bit more about the game if you weren't able to watch it. There was only few shots on target, the two that he, he was able to save. Uh, basically, one came in a penalty shot, one late in the game. And that tells you a lot about how, you know, dire the situation is with Poland in regards to their offense, because they weren't able to create a lot and the one time that they did was through a penalty. If you look at the XG, 1.02 to Poland, 0.75 for Mexico. But that's adding the, uh, the the penalty there. So Poland, I don't think they were as tough as, you know, a lot of people were making them out to be. They do have a lot of quality players. Of course, you know, the, the number nine plays for Barcelona, Bayern Munich le- legend. But they had a lot of guys that played for Napoli, West Ham, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of dangerous guys that you can create some havoc. But Mexico, I feel, was a little bit better than uh, than advertised. I have some questions about the midfield, especially with Hector Herrera. Um, you know, with him, he has to be that person that's going to make the plays, create those opportunities. We saw Chucky. We saw Alexis Vega create chances. But in the midfield, it has to be him. Otherwise, you're just relying on these two guys uh, on the wings to create chances and, even though Henry Martin had a great game up there as the forward for for Mexico, the situation is still pretty bad. You know, he's not going to be able to get to every ball. He's not as tall as the center backs that Poland had featured, so it it has to come from the midfield. But once again, Memo Choa coming through. And you know, given the the a crucial one point to Mexico, especially with the result earlier today with uh, with Argentina,
0: absolutely. Well, and like I said, he you know proud DraftKings king of the game. And if you want to get in on all the DraftKings action, you can do stuff for World Cup. You know, like I said, you saw my heard, talked about my bet yesterday with the U.S. Wales game. You can bet on. Top goal scorer, Golden,
1: yeah, Golden
0: yeah, Glove, like everything like that. Every single prop within this tournament, whether it's players, teams, wow, everything Australia like that, just
1: scored. Is that? Oh, is that
0: true? my gosh.
1: This is cool. we. This is we insane. now live in. We now
0: live in a world with this result where Saudi Arabia, who I said would lose every single match, is wow. top of the group. We now have Australia scoring. Where if those results hold, they're top of the group. This is why we love the World Cup. It is bonkers. But you can wow. bet on that. You can bet on. On who's winning the group you know I want to you know I want to now talk about what their odds what, what Australia's odds are to win a group Saudi Arabia's so much bonker stuff yeah. going on every single time we talk about this but you can bet on that on the DraftKings Sportsbook app also with Thanksgiving two days away wow you can get in on the action <laughs> with the NFL and If you want to use the code PHNX, you place a five dollar bet on any NFL team to win their game, and you get one hundred fifty. That is one five zero in free bets if that team wins. Only on the DraftKings sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum and an eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Um, Yeah, that's I'm I'm actually just processing Australia. When like we literally said on paper, on on paper. Australia, uh, uh, France should win this, but they struggle against these Asian, these Oceania teams. We literally read right before these we Oceana came on teams. camera,
1: we're yeah. like, you know, PD Petey came Petey over here, asking, and he's like, Yeah, hey, France is pretty good, right? And we're like, yeah. uh, we said yes. But, but and then boom, yeah. Australia There's up 1-0. Bud. That's insane, man. That's Ooh, what a World Cup we're having
2: so this far. Is, I, it, love it. I love it. I love this. This is literally yeah.
0: why it never stops now with I've four games. i got the
2: stream on my computer, so if you guys want updates periodically throughout the show, I'm more turn than your happy to give your them. to screen appreciate that. What that. What we'll just bro, 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 bro. I'm <laughs> French. I'm not letting you watch it and not me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I did not know that. You learn something new every day. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, crazy things going on at the World Cup. But, I mean, I know we we talked about it a bit. It... <sighs> It, the I think the kind of difference in this game, I and mean, please correct me if you kind of see it differently, that Mexico, their big thing throughout qualifying was... Can we round into form? It was, they finished second in CONCACAF, but it was a slog kind of to get there. The fan base says, hey, yeah, you finished second, but the team's not playing how he wants to. They're not playing the beautiful free-flowing soccer. Didn't really have that like mm-hmm. out-and-out goal scorer or really that much creativity in the final third. And then you contrast that with Poland where, I mean, sure, they go through UEFA. Yeah, it's a bit more challenging, but we've just seen, to your point, I didn't like Lewandowski in that he hasn't scored in the World Cup. And their entire team really runs through him. He doesn't do the same thing that he does on club level. It just kind of seems like two teams who are trying to figure it out offensively. And this draw, I mean, kind of by halftime, Kind of thought it was inevitable unless Mm. something changed and it didn't.
1: Yeah, and uh, I think at least with uh, the Mexican side, uh, there's a lot of players that I wish would have been in this World Cup. Um, That's a conversation for a different place. (laughs) But you know, when you have the players that you have, you can only do so much, right? And even Owen uh, was—he was uh, giving us update from uh the stadium over there in Qatar letting us know that there was a big boo when Gerardo Martino yeah. Tanto Martino was introduced and that just tells you how the fan base was feeling about this head coach and his his, his decisions with this Mexican squad but nonetheless we Alexis Vega uh, if you guys haven't heard of about him before I feel like he was primed for a, a great world cup I think he he did pretty well today um Trying to pull up the stats here, but um he was creating you know some chances on the on the left side. Chuki and him switch sides uh midway through the uh the, the first half. And so you have to rely on these guys. There's no one really else besides these guys in this Mexican squad that's able to create opportunities like that. And so, you know, like I said, if the midfield is not working, then one of these guys have to step up, create some chances, and uh just get in the goal. We did see some today. And in a sense, I kind of felt like how I felt yesterday watching the U.S. where there's so much talent in this group, but they just got kind of to put it together. You know, you like you're saying, in qualifying, there were some issues. The U.S. has had some issues with goal scoring as of late as well. So they have to bring it all together. And like we we both know that both of those teams can make a deep run if they can bring it together. The question is, can they and will they do it in their next game because Argentina, England, those are not teams that <laughs> that are going to be easy um, to, to play against. And we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's going to determine a lot with them moving forward.
0: Absolutely. Well, and it's, it's again, like uh, you know, Alexis Vega, it steps steps up a lot of the offense, you know, a, a bit predictably, but it makes sense. It's going through Jesus Corona. Yeah. Um, it's it, it's interesting, right? Because I you got to wonder if you, or excuse me, uh, if you, excuse me, Chucky Lozano, offense mm-hmm. went through him. You got to wonder if, if gonna... yeah. it was available, what this would mm-hmm. look like because you know, you know that that's that's what Mexico do. They like to get it to their playmakers. They get it out. They get it out wide. But they they had a bit of a number nine issue uh know that guy real guys stepping up and yeah. i think you kind of see that of we you want to see a guy get a head on the cross and just it just wasn't there in the final
1: third. Yeah and we saw it today there was an opportunity for Raul Jimenez. Look if you give me 2019 2020 Raul Jimenez oh, this guy's you know creating all sorts of trouble for, for the opposition but after that head injury he just hasn't been the mm. same and that's not something you know I, and I understand why Tata Martino brings him in but in the World Cup you need the best guys that are available. Is he the best forward that Mexico has right now. I don't think so. I think Martin showed it today, at least in the first half, that he's a lot better than what Raul Jimenez currently is. But that's when you start asking those questions. Why isn't Chicharito in the squad? Why you know, isn't someone like Carlos Vela taking part of this? Mm-hmm. Because you add those two guys into the mix, it's a completely different team, complete, completely different volume today. But, uh, again, I'm okay with the draw. It, it, it keeps you alive in this now super tough group, apparently, because Saudi Arabia decided to to turn into this uh, powerhouse uh, against Argentina. And Saturday is going to determine a lot of what happens with this group and, and a lot of the fates in, uh, that are going to happen moving forward. Yeah, and you know, it's
0: you hit it right there. It is Saturday is shaping up to be quite the interesting one for this group. Poland takes on Saudi Arabia on Saturday, 6 a.m., Arizona time and then the big one Mexico versus Argentina again we will be there at Four Peaks doing our watch party thing we will be having uh rising player parentheses s in there player players <laughs> in there um you know supporting us and we are going to be doing our live post game show at four peaks kickoff at noon show up and you know 11 if you want it but 11.
1: if you're planning yes. on going and i was having this conversation with a lot yes. of people there they're saying hey can you reserve a table for me i'm like look you have to get be there, there early. early get there early get your table because it's gonna be absolutely packed i know my family's gonna mm-hmm. be there i got a bunch of friends coming in they're gonna be crazy and loud it's gonna be an insane game.
0: Well, and and the crazy thing, yes, get get there early, just get a table, register in the link in the show notes. I mean, you get to see Mexico versus Lionel Messi and the way the group is shaping out. Argentina at the bottom with zero points. Poland and Mexico tied for second with one, and Saudi Arabia who would have that? You know, with who would have three that? points. <laughs> I mean, listen, man, you got up for that game. Um, I was. To sleep still because no, I'm baby, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not gonna do it. I, I was – I know. Jacob is scorning me but right no, now. No, no,
2: no, wait, wait, wait. I woke up at 6 to check into my flight for tomorrow because uh-huh. I fly out at 6 in the morning, oh, and gosh. I opened my phone because I was like, oh, I should go see how bad Argentina beats Saudi of course. Arabia. And Which I opened my thinking. phone, and yeah. I was like, jaw dropped. I was fully awake. <laughs> I was like, do I just wake up and watch the 6 a.m. game now? Like, is this – yeah, no. I was, was I was, in was my crazy. phone. I'm like, I was like, is
0: FODMOB, Are you broken? Is the internet broken? Because yeah. you see, I look like one, two. Like, wait, what's happening? Messy mm-hmm. pen, and then you see that. I mean, that that rip was crazy with that curl into yeah. the upper V. But just um, this throwing this this group on the, on its head. That's the beauty about international football is you don't know. You can think you know, but it keeps you guessing. I mean, you you got off of that game. Talk walk walk us through what what happened.
1: Yeah. So. The game started like how everybody thought it was going to start. Argentina putting their foot down, getting control of the game. Eventually, they were awarded a, a really soft penalty, in my opinion, um, on a on a corner kick. Ultimately, May, Messi was able to uh, slot it home and give Argentina the uh, the victory, the, the lead uh, at that point. And so, but you can kind of feel it in the stadium that it was a different energy. It was a different vibe. Saudi Arabia basically playing as the home team. I mean, their country is literally miles away from from Qatar, and you could feel it in the atmosphere that even though they were down 1-0, this team, the team was going to continue to play tough and uh, f- uh, fight hard for their coach and their in their country. And once the second half started dude I don't know what happened with Argentina and I Mm -hmm. think that's something that a lot of people predicted that might happen where you have a really young team you have a a Messi that's not in his prime anymore he's 35 years old he was a little knocked up I don't think he was 100% today you could see it in his pace and his decision making that he was maybe not all the way there but yeah man it, it was tough and yeah so to Thomas's point Saudi Arabia did something that I commend them for and this goes out to their coach and I'm trying to find his name right now but they employed a high press. Would you do that in a World Cup against a team like Argentina, putting your your basically your team at risk for you know just a over the top ball or so, you know someone dribbling by your midfield and your back line? That is insane that they went with that, and then it actually worked. So it, it's it was crazy to see. I mean, it's uh it's that is it is it breaks the mold of how
0: teams play not just Argentina but these super power teams on again we don't play this game on paper but on paper Argentina was expected to blow them out because they're going they have a lot of offensive talent and you essentially just ram the ball down it's like hey these are what these guys are gonna do but how you beat that and it's a very ballsy thing to do but you bring that line of confrontation up north you say hey you're gonna have to beat us by going over the top but if you don't, not only are you not going to be able to build any momentum offensively, Mm -hmm. but then we can do our thing in your half of the field. And I think you kind of hit it that Argentina, I think has kind of taken on a bit of this team of destiny, if -hmm. you will, with Messi's, you know, last world cup, they do have a lot of talent. That's no denying it, but like, Messi is a bit older. Uh, you mentioned he was knocked up. I think you mean dinged up or has a knock or two. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, was, yeah. I was chuckling <laughs> my bad, my bad. very hard about that. Um, but no, you know, Messi has 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 his things. Yeah, he's having a nice run of form at PSG. But like this defense, it's you know a lot of some of the yeah. older guys there. It's, it's it has to all come together. And again, in national football, you never know what never happens. Know. And Saudi, Saudi Arabia, to their point, um, I'm blanking on their manager's name, but he led yeah. two different. Yes, I, I was looking at that tweet too. He led two different nations to win the Af, um, Afcon Africa uh, Cup of Nations mm-hmm. um, in you know throughout this past decade. He qualified in Morocco for the first time since 1998 back in 2018. Like he has a pedigree of success, and again, it's like. Uh, again, I'll be the first to admit it. I said they were going to lose every single match. I did not expect them beating one of the favorites for this tournament in yeah. the first match, 2-1. And again, I didn't catch it, but it's like not these things aren't flukes. They are, yeah. aren't.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing with the World Cup that you don't know what's going to happen. You can have a team like Saudi Arabia is literally uh, beat the favorite to win this tournament. And shout out to the entire team. Uh, the coach as well, like you're saying, won the AFCON with Z- Zambia. You know, like it's uh-huh. it's insane how successful he's yeah. been with these um african teams and so shout out to them but like i said a lot to do um a lot of uh what happened today had to do with the fact that it was a home crowd these guys it's not a game to them it's not a game this is their life they're fighting for their people they take this as a battle and even at the denmark uh tunisia game the there was one play at the beginning of the of their match where erickson someone uh one of the tunisia defenders slid by him really like hard oh yeah he stood up. He started cheering at the crowd because that's how much it means to them. It's not a game. You know, a lot of these guys get paid millions of dollars to play the game. To them, it may not be something that, you know, they'll be back, you know, at the, the next World Cup. But some of these guys are never going to see that pitch again at the World Cup stage. It means so much to them. And I think when you infuse that into the World Cup and how much the it means to them, it's just it, – and. and in any given day, any team can win, so it's insane.
0: Absolutely, I mean, you hit on it on that that next match, the six o'clock kickoff between Denmark and Tunisia. That finished nil nil. Um, bit of a surprising result in the sense that we we all kind of predicted. Well, I think you and I, I don't think I don't think at Owen, Denmark, I don't think I don't, yeah. don't think Owen was as high on Denmark, but you figure this is one they're at least going to win if not score. Um, they had their they had some moments. Of they put the press on them offensively, but just couldn't get it done uh cash for schmeichel with doing cash for schmeichel things with an amazing stop mm-hmm. um but yeah it's you know again you can't play these games on paper and yeah. this is how this one shaped up
1: yeah for, so you know after the adrenaline wore off from the argentina saudi arabia game i had a tough time franchise uh, it Ooh. wow skin, okay now. Uh, wow <laughs> um, yeah but after that uh that Denmark I'm sorry that uh Argentina game I just I was falling a little bit asleep because yeah. I knew we were going to have to go watch Mexico in a few minutes but I did catch a lot of it and I was surprised Tunisia these African teams man they they're they're bringing it man like they're they're no joke and I don't think any team for the rest of the competition can can take them lightly cuz they're here to play
0: I mean it's 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 interesting when again like you have you have I think African teams typically do get overlooked again where it's like a Mo Salah and an Egypt team who have been traditionally yeah. strong like when they ran North through Julia, AFCON and uh, everything North they it to the final of AFCON and they still and they lose and they can't get into the World Cup like this is a strong year I think for these um, for this uh, these African teams but yeah. I mean listen you, you mentioned you were uh, a bit sleepy I mean was that just the adrenaline wearing off or is that a little OG oh, I
1: think a combination yeah. of two but the OGs definitely uh, hits for sure yeah 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 well
0: hey <laughs> if you need to calm down after a bit of everything going on and with this World Cup, FIFA, then make sure to take some OGs. Um, they got all the different stuff. They like the sweep, the sleep edition, the Indica, mm-hmm. everything like that. Um, I mean, maybe, yeah, Sativa, you're bold if you're doing that, but I mean, hey, it's going <laughs> to liven things up either way. But um, if you would like to try some delicious OGs of your own, check out OGsBrands.com to find the dispensary near you where you can then partake in some OGs yourself, but you must be 21 years or older to enjoy. And speaking of enjoying things, the holidays, like we said, are right around the corner. I know we have some fun stuff on Black Friday, like we said, with USA versus England Noon kickoff at Four Peaks for the World Cup, but it's not the only thing to look forward to for Black Friday. You can stock up on the holidays with your fan friends and fam. PHNX, we have some awesome Black Friday stuff that we are going to be dropping on Friday, where you can save up to ninety percent off everything. That is a nine zero and not a one nine nine zero on everything. And and and. And when you spend $75, you can get a $15 gift card. That that. all drops. That that all drops on Friday. Like again, I'm no doctor, but 99.0, that's a lot of shekels. And I remember Espo said shekels, and he thought that was a made-up currency. That is not I have spent with (laughs) shekels in my lifetime. But you can save a lot of shekels, cash, money, dinero. Other forms of currency, 90% off everything on the site. Plus, if you join as a diehard, yeah, we talked about the diehard last week. You can save an extra 20%. 90 plus 20%. It's almost like we're giving you money at that point. So... Take a look. Oh gosh, Jacob is oh.
2: breathing in. What what? What we got? What France we got? Just narrowly missed another chance. My,
0: that group right now is literally everyone with one point apiece. I love. We the need chaos. to have a sound
1: or something for for uh, yes. Jacob giving these updates. <laughs> it's just it's
2: just Jacob breathing heavily <laughs> well, into the well, microphone. The, 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 the unfortunate thing is I leave tomorrow until Sunday, so I'm not we on will, your Friday whoever or is Saturday shows. shows. We will
0: have to take on the form of mouse reader. Breaking
2: news, like all over the screen. Breaking news.
0: <laughs>
1: Yes.
2: Well, my oh, mic is man. muted. No. Nobody can hear me no. until you Oh, no, I, out. I
0: wish they could. No, you have nice breaths. Um, <laughs> breaths, you people. I know I said breaths. Uh, yeah. Anyway, but yes, um, a lot of the good stuff with PHNX at our events, online. Um, I mean, that's a lot of our, our World Cup stuff. Anything? I know we do have a bit of rising news, you but before, get some before rising we get to news, that, though. is there anything we're missing on the World Cup from today that we can
1: think no, of? No, no, it's, it's a great – time to to be a soccer fan like if, you, if you're if you don't want to get up to watch these games i completely understand but you got to get up and watch at least a little bit because these games are absolutely insane and if you haven't been to our world cup watch parties definitely try to get there we're going to be there on friday for the u.s england game i feel like that's just going to be the most watched soccer game in u.s history it's going to be insane over there and then you know max and i are going to be bringing the energy that's what we did these past two days. I know I'm a little drained right now. I know how if you, you feel yesterday. If you thought
0: I was a nervous wreck yesterday, get ready for Friday. And Man. then same for this guy on Saturday. Yeah. It's going to be something. So stay we had, uh, tuned for
1: that. We had rising head coach Juan Guerra oh, join yeah. us there with his family. And every time I looked at him, he was just kind of like chuckling because he's like, I could not watch this game <laughs> with the amount, the amount of people that are surrounding you because I would be a nervous wreck. So he kept telling me, respect, brother. Respect because – Man, I had bacon on one side. I had my beer on the other side. I had people coming in and out. You know, it was just a lot going on. And people would speak to me, and I'm like, look, I'm locked in, man. Like, I'm so sorry. I love yeah. you. Give me one second, but I am locked in because I, would,
0: I was like sweating for you. I was like, <laughs> I have zero stake in this game. But I'm like, why am I nervous? Like, why are my hands all yeah, so clammy? Just, yeah, just,
1: just feel it in the atmosphere. But you know? even
0: but, he, Juan, Juan was awesome. He was meeting yeah, greeting with so all much the more, all yeah. the friends there. Like, thank you very much. Just I mean, we like I said, we've had him on our show. Just an incredible human being, super yeah. nice. He's a man of the people, right? He's you know, he had a four had a had a four peaks beer. Mm-hmm. He's chopping it up with everyone, just goes to every single table. We love, loved having him there. Uh, again, you know, we're gonna have some rising players out on Friday. So again, be sure to tune in for that. But thank you, Juan, for showing up. And hey, he's not the only rising action signing we saw. Our guy Owen, as you know, is in Qatar. And he sends us this text of hey, we see someone, I see someone in the third row with a rising polo. And look at Owen with his well, his Wales bucket hat chatting up this dude in a phoenix rising polo we how are a insane. big club we are worldwide we are wait, mr worldwide to quote pitbull we are worldwide. there yeah, that's we insane there. you just
1: see a rising fan three rows away from owen all the way in qatar how insane what? is this what? <laughs> what? i would say small world but they're all the way in Qatar. it's definitely that it's, small. <laughs> it's it's crazy man well yeah.
0: and hey maybe it won't be you know we're gonna keep growing because uh that that Phoenix Rising news is there is a bit of a new investment in the company. Literally like five minutes into our Mexico pull match, I see a tweet pop up on Rising and they announced that Bear Fisher joined Phoenix Rising's board of directors representing Vincere Capital, which is Scottsdale-based and it's part of a multi-million dollar investment. I mean, look, there's not, there's still a lot that we have to kind of figure out with this what this means, but in a couple of things right off the bat, right? It is Scottsdale Scottsdale-owned. It's something that they have a tie into mm-hmm. the community. I feel Jacob is ready with France a, scored again. Okay, Ooh, yep, that's,
2: yeah, that's I kind of am feeling. Sure, yeah.
0: Okay, come on, uh, who who scored for France by the way?
2: Uh, the first one was Rabio. Yeah, Rabio, like yep. Adrian Rabio. Yep. Um, let me look up the box exactly. score. Not gonna you keep have that. Going. Him as him
0: as first goal scorer. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but while while he's looking up that, um, yeah, very interesting about this club news. Right, it's Vince, your Capital. It is someone who is in, Giroud. Giroud. Wow. There you go. A little redemption. No Benzema. Hey, no but Benzema, uh yeah. Vince, your capital is local to the Phoenix community, right? Um, I'm looking on, you know, kind of looking at the press release and with their website. Um, they have a lot of work within the real estate business. We know that Rising is now moving to this new stadium. I mean, look, they're looking to get bigger. Well, we, I'm sure there's more to come with this, but the fact that we hear the announcement last week. We then go to a new investor coming on or a new board of directors who represents a, you know, capital firm. Yeah. Pretty exciting stuff. And if you're a fan of the club, it just gives you um, like, again, putting the money where the mouth is and like wanting to make th- this club even bigger and better than before.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you wanted a vote of confidence, this is what you're looking for, because not only the the uh, stadium news that we got last week kind of give you a little bit of uh, pump you up a little bit about the future of this club. But now you get these news right here uh with this investment in the club so great to hear Uh, i was a little uh confused because it happened literally in the middle of the mexico game uh so i was like what's going on here so i had to sit down and figure out what's going on so yeah we're going to digest this a little bit more break it down for you a little bit later as well but this is exciting this means that this team is here uh, not only to stay long term, but they're here to win. and yeah. I think that's what fans want to hear.
0: one hundred percent. I mean, it's it's again, more to come on this, uh, developments with players as they're coming, going, all that stuff. but it's it's, it's just an exciting time, right? Like um it, there's never a dull moment with this club, with soccer in this community, and we love it, man. It's just a fun fun time with yeah. everything we got going. Uh, we appreciate everyone joining us for the watch party yesterday and today, and those of you, who are already coming out on Friday and Saturday. I got to look at the numbers again. I think we have like another hundred plus people coming on Friday, on Black Friday. We are packing this thing. You're telling me there's a lot of people for Saturday as well. Let's freaking go. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on here, for being part of what we're doing at PHX Rising, for coming out, showing out. All that jazz. Um, Yeah, join Ramon and I on Friday, on Saturday. Again, Friday at Four Peaks. Saturday at Four Peaks with the live post-game show in Four Peaks. Ramon, take us home, buddy. We are Mexico!